Welcome to Sister Strong, a podcast and video series about possible. I am your host, Betsy Wiersma. This podcast and video series is our way to share ideas and experiences and insights for your journey to health and happiness. It's ideas for your toolkit, so try them on and see if they work. Today we have my very special favorite human on earth. I traveled with her to the mountains in Ethiopia. We almost were killed by weird locals that still stalk us on Facebook. Uh, welcome to the show today, Megan Burt. Thank you. I wish there was like dun dun dun, dun like game show music. I right tell now. you, if we were doing this in John's studio, we could have put some game show music in. So. Gotta like come on this like dun 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 dun. dun. Hey, there's Megan Burt. See, you did your own music because you are a yeah. musician. Well, uh, <laughs> Megan, singer-songwriter, award-winning, amazing superstar, international traveler, doing gigs all over Europe. And then what happened last summer? Tell everybody your story. <laughs> well, um, my life was looking very much like you explained it. Last summer, I was finalizing the plans for my I don't know, sixth or seventh European tour. And um, I, in June, I started getting this weird thing where I was feeling like I was, I was gonna pass out on stage, which has never happened to me before. I don't really get like stage nerves. It was just a very weird thing. And then in July, the first of July, I woke up and couldn't move. And um, it felt like I had the flu, but it lasted for four months. And 12 doctors later, I finally got a diagnosis for Lyme disease in October. And I have been, I've been a Lyme patient now for nine months, <laughs> um, hanging in Colorado, not gigging, not traveling, not doing my crazy life. Well, what could you even tell everybody? Like, what is Lyme disease? Like, I think people have heard of it. And it's amazing since you got it and I became aware of it, how much I've seen it everywhere that it really is a thing and very often misdiagnosed. So um, will you just tell people a little bit about it in case they're thinking like, that is exactly what I have and they don't know it. Yeah. Um, Lyme disease is, uh, is a bacteria essentially that's carried by uh, what most doctors think they're this the community thinks are ticks the little insects um there's a large group of the lyme community who also believes that it's insect born so spiders can carry it mosquitoes fleas bad bugs and essentially um it's a bacterial infection um that uh that um looks a lot like many other diseases, which is why it's so hard to diagnose because the symptoms of it are very wide ranging and they uh, mirror a lot of different illnesses. And um, the traditional blood work to try to diagnose it is not incredibly effective. So um, it's a, it's a sort of, one of those silent diseases that uh, you can get by being eaten by insects. Um, wow, that could be any of us in any place at any time, except for me in Ethiopia, because I had not only the protective oils on, I had the inner sleeping bag sheath 
and I pulled everything up over my head in my hands. And so we know that in Ethiopia, in particular, my fear of bugs probably was in my favor in that yeah. trip. Yeah, that definitely worked out well for you. You know, I um I have an incredible fear of bugs and we are hoping your poster behind your head says, I like nature, just don't get it on me. How did you put that up for this podcast? No, I keep it up all the time because that is my theme. When we started camp experience, people were like, is it camping? And I'm like, I like nature, but don't get it on me. And so that was our theme since the very beginning. Um we are trying to go, as you may know, to see the charities in Kenya, and there's a billion locusts. Not a million, a billion B word. And I'm like, um, no, I don't think my sleeping bag is going to protect me from that. So I digress. So weirdo thing, Lyme disease, here you are in the midst of your great career. You're super, super talented. We know all that. And your body leaves the building. Something is in your body that is making everything change. And I know you've had to just really, I'm not going to call it a self-quarantine exactly like we have now, but you have really had to calm down and put your health first. So will you share, because this whole purpose is to tell stories that can help people. Um, I know you did a wonderful, beautiful blog post about this. Can you share some of the things that you've experienced as your life, as you used to know it, has changed? Yeah. Um, well, I, uh, I guess my biggest change happened when I sort of surrendered to the reality that I was really sick. Um, before I even got diagnosed, you know, when you get, when anyone gets sick, you kind of do this thing like, oh, okay, fine. It'll be over next week. And then next week comes. And then you're like, it can't last more than two weeks. And then that comes and you're like, I have to be better by next month. And so for four or five months of this, I was playing this game of like, I have to be better by then. And I was just sort of postponing shows or continually like trying to keep my life on the train tracks and um ended up just sort of having to flake out a ton or you know last minute cancel stuff or last minute get subs for my gigs and so um my biggest sort of like aha moment really was um surrendering to the fact that I have Lyme. This is going to take a while. I have to honor the process of it. And as much as I um, wish that I was still traveling and gigging, I've had to find peace in the um, in my new day to day, which is um, it. Look, it has looked very much like the quarantine that everyone is now familiar with. <laughs> really. Um, you know, my self-care comes first. I don't do anything else in the day until I've done all the things that I know I need to do to get better. The magnet bed, going for a walk around the block if I can, taking my supplements. If I have the energy to jump on my trampoline for the lymphatic system, going to infrared sauna, getting acupuncture, like those are priority number one, period. They're my not, they've become my non-negotiables and getting enough sleep you know, um, if I really am having a bad day, I have to just chill out. And that isn't, that was never something that I would have ever done for myself until this ever. I mean, ever, like if someone wanted to take a meeting with me, I would reschedule my acupuncture. If some, you know, if someone needed me at 7am, 
I would not sleep eight hours. Like this has never been a priority for me. And so um, learning that has been very game changing. Like learning what my new non-negotiables are, even after I get over sort of this line and start feeling better. It's like my, my non-negotiables have changed. I guess I'll put it that way. Well, I think that's a really great point for everybody because so many people have used the excuse, right, of time forever in other people's agendas to put ourselves last. Yeah. That might work for a while, but my guess is for every single human, one day, it's not going to work. It's not going to work because you're going to burn out. It's not going to work because you're not getting your rest. It's not going to work because you get sick. It's not going to work because your family falls apart because you're, you know, on somebody else's gig worried about pleasing them or serving them or making the money or whatever it is. And then you forget yourself and you then implode in whatever way your lucky implosion is, you know? (laughs) Um, So I think this is a really cool thing to say out loud is um, just the value you've understood about putting yourself first uh, and that it is your new normal, no matter what, even when you're feeling good. Um, And that's such a great thing for you to teach all of us because you can use this experience that's been, you know, tough to really um, make a difference for others. So thank you for sharing that. Um, So what are some other things that you have done? I mean, are you going to come clean on binge watching like Homeland or um, (laughs) anything like, like mentally, emotionally, is there anything that has inspired you or coloring or, you know, is there anything else that you've picked up that you never used to have time to do? I mean, I'll come clean. I've watched more shows and TV in the last nine months than I have in nine years. Like, no joke, because I never watched TV. I never made it a priority. And and especially at the beginning where I was like, I, I'm, I, I cannot move. I'm basically bedridden and I need something to distract me. I watched the whole season of Call the Midwife. I watched the whole season of... Um, of... Uh, What's, is that other British show? I don't know. Downton Abbey, that one. Okay. I watched that one. And then in January, I was like, I can't watch any. I just like lit, like (laughs) I found my TV max. I was like, I just can't watch any more TV. So I started, um, I started teaching myself how to read music on piano again. I you know, went to piano lessons when I was little and I can read music because I went to music school, but it's very much like plucking it out like one, you know, it's like first grade or Spanish or something. And um, I am now through, I stopped my piano lessons when I was a kid stopped at the Suzuki two book. And now I've gotten myself through the Suzuki four book and I'm ordering the fifth book. So it's like, brought so much joy and it I found it to be a similar distraction as TV honestly because I'm concentrating and I can't pay attention to how crappy I feel <laughs> um, so it's been a really wonderful way to pass the time and I only do it for like 30 minutes a day and just 30 minutes a day has I mean I've gotten I've passed my childhood piano lessons you know it's really been wonderful well it I know you're going to think this is weird, but this year, my New Year's resolution was to read more books. But instead of reading books, um, I really have enjoyed audiobooks. Mm -hmm. And um, I have just done two different books, one about Audrey Hepburn called Dutch Girl and one about Things We Cannot Say, 
Both of them were about the Nazi invasion in Holland and in Poland. Wow. And I must tell you that after really getting with those characters and being in those spaces with those people, when horrific things happened, right? And families were ripped to shreds and children were murdered and terrible things you don't even want to say. Being quarantined in my house with my craft room, it like the perspective is just really changing. And I'm kind of kidding, kind of not. Like, like, yeah, we have it so bad in the suburbs. There, you know, you're up in a beautiful, you can walk out your backyard and see beautiful mountains. Um, we have our life, our life is just temporarily different. Um, those yeah. people had no life and no chance to, you know, have a, um, an inkling of okay um, in those yeah. things. And so I think I've really found that um, audiobooks have really opened up a new thing for me. I've been through like six, I think I got a star or something for six books, and I haven't read a book, to be very honest, you know. Like you have you listened to Big Magic yet? No. Big Magic is seven. Liz Gilbert's Big Magic is like my new Bible. And the audiobook is great. Okay. I'm gonna write that down right in the middle of this podcast, Big Magic. Okay, so so you have found something that you never got to do before. You have found a new normal in you. Is there anything else you would tell people that are just kind of, you know, kind of fighting it or just kind of like creating these crazy stories? Um, about things they can't control, like you have learned so well. I mean, Lyme is Lyme. You're a great person, does matter. Lyme is Lyme. You're going to be innovative with your treatments, which is awesome. I'm glad you're in, on the healing bed. I'm glad you're getting so much support. But is there any other thing that you would share with people, kind of, that you've learned? Um, I, uh, I've always sort of... Um, I've always subscribed to the idea that illness is not random, that it's often either a manifestation of something emotional or it's exacerbated by something emotional. And I have <clears throat> taken some time to think about um, how that's true for me and I've had some pretty big epiphanies and read some books and had some conversations of um, some things around my family. And I noticed that when I was doing that, when I was sort of like letting go of some of that stuff or learning about it or having these revelations that I was starting to turn some corners in my healing, things were getting a little bit better. And... So I just, I think that getting Lyme disease for me has really been, it, it was sort of this like perfect storm of uh, watching myself sort of spin circles in my career, doing things that weren't really serving me, um, ignoring things in my life that weren't, uh, you know, pushing down things that were really hard that I was just deciding weren't affecting me but really were and um I just think it's important to pay attention to that because even if you're not deathly ill you know I think everyone's got things that they're ignoring that are probably taking a toll on their health in some way or another and if and potentially will just keep on piling on until it does turn into something huge and it's often you know, 
it's often more than physical. <laughs> and so um, I really want to be able to say that Lyme disease was the best thing that ever happened to me. And that is now my plan um, to make it, to use this time to make the changes that I need so that the rest of my life is easier and better. So awesome. I love you, Megan. Well, I'm glad that even amongst this time, that is a, a journey, not a race, um, yeah. that people can still access your beautiful music that you have in the world. And that I know that you and I are working together on using your music for podcasts and for things that we're creating. So that's very exciting. Would you tell everyone how to um, go find your music? You know, I don't, do we buy CDs anymore? Do we just buy downloads? I don't even know how music works anymore because it's changed so much. Will you tell them how they find you? Yeah, I'm very easy to find. If you Google my name, you can find me on all the normal platforms. But one exciting thing is that last month I launched a Patreon page, which is um, a way for people to support me because you don't really buy CDs anymore. Um, it's Patreon dot com slash Megan Burt and you can sign up there for any dollar amount that feels right for you and I release exclusive content there so songs that I've never put on any CDs brand new songs that I'm working on that no one else will have access to um, it's kind of like a secret a secret Megan Burt society that I'm calling the Burt Backrackers I love that <laughs> I am totally going there next, but we will post that with this video. We will post it with the podcast and you know, that's a great way to um, do what you got to do. Right. And, and help each other. And um, again, I just have to appreciate all the years you've supported the camp experience network that you took the flag to the top of Kilimanjaro. Talk about <laughs> taking it for the team. You couldn't feel your hands. You were carrying your mini guitar and you still had the ability to whip up the camp flag on the top of Kilimanjaro for the photo. And um, I just look forward to fighting the bugs of the world again together, traveling. Um, and um, I'll bring my sleeping bag and my oils. And I'm going to now put the oils on you. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think I'm this time. Yeah, I think I'll bring an extra set for you. But um Thank you so much for the beauty you bring to this world, your music, yourself, and for sharing this really, really true and important journey with all of us, Megan. Um, and thank you for everyone who's watching or listening to Sister Strong. It's a podcast and video series about possible. We stand together as part of the Global Sisterhood Podcast Network, just women on purpose for good. We say we do good and we have fun. And part of the fun is really sharing this journey with great people like Megan Burt and uh, so many others that are real deal, real deal. So thanks Megs for being on the show and please all of you share these videos and podcasts with people that need uplifting ideas, information, connections, and love. We would be happy to be the resource for that. I'm your host, Betsy Weersma. <laughs>